What up everybody, Dustin and David here from the Rugged Arts, welcoming you back to another fun and exciting episode. Thanks for tuning in today and choosing to spend a little bit of your time here with us. So, without further ado, this is the Rugged Arts. Alright man, so how you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. It's on. Been good. <laughs> I, you know, I was just making sure I didn't want to start talking stuff and, you know, not being recorded as, wanna, as I normally do. You didn't want to waste the uh, the commentary. Waste all my good content on dead air. Right. <laughs> so this is, uh, I, I said I picked this up. This is Sunsetter Peachweed Ale. No. Yeah. Um, very peachy. Stanley Park Brewing. Uh, got these. Where are mother, they at? My mother-in-law picked these up when we were in Canada in Victoria. Oh. And, uh. They're not bad. It's a little. It's it's uh it's a beer that I would have at this one time, and probably <laughs> probably never again. Right. Uh, only because it's so it's so sweet. It's very fruity. Yeah, we actually had some. Uh, it's called Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Those were good. It doesn't taste like a wheat ale. This tastes like a, a hazy IPA. Mmm. Yes. I thought I had the same feeling like when I uh, had my first one. This is not my first one, but <laughs> first my mother-in-law was kind hope. enough to to pay for him. And oh, so that's nice you know, I'm no, I I get it. I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty snobbish. I mean, I drink garbage beer. I love Bud Light, right? That's pretty garbage. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, but when it comes to my palate, I'm a little bit snobby in that you know I have a very particular set of, of flavor uh, patterns or signatures, whatever you want to call them, that I like, and everything else can just kick rocks. Right. Yeah, I get it. Um, I, you know, at least, even though it's Bud Light, it's it's not Paps. Oh, yeah. No, the, I have standards. <laughs> or Bush, or Natty Ice. It, it Look, if it has a picture of of uh, mountains on the on the box or a, an animal, it's not meant to be consumed by people who are no longer in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those pr- beers exist for a reason, and it's specifically to support college kids who can't afford anything. <laughs> can't else. Can't afford good alcohol. That's funny. Oh, and since you're in here, check this out. So oh, I know I know that this is radio, and we're talking about you know stuff that you guys can't see, but I got a folding. This is a Japanese tatami bed, right? Mm. And these seats will come down, and this will unfold over the top of that. So you brought that, like, I, I planning just leave, ahead. No, I leave it in here. You Oh, you leave it yeah. in here? I don't have kids, remember? Oh, right. So the back seat, I don't need that for anything. <laughs> okay, got it. Except to carry your bow. So at yeah. least your bow has a well, nice ride. Well, the trunk it's comfortable. is where the bow goes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got to keep them in the back. Yeah, well, that depends. That depends. Sometimes I like to slide it right behind the seat mm. in case I need to, you know... Hop out and shoot something? Because yep. how many times does that happen? You know what? I learned my lesson, and the one time I didn't have a bow on me, that's when the deer showed up. So now yep. I just try to have the bow on me. I just got to ask, what's up with Finding Nemo and uh, oh, Shark Week over here? This is a little koi here. fish. Got a little koi fish? I thought it looked cool because it's... Did you paint well, the heart okay, on it? So the, the, no, I didn't. It's It's rubber. Uh, is so it, the interior like of this car is black with gold trim, 
Okay. And this fish, I'm describing this for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for myself to okay, listen to later. Yeah, yep. No, uh, so this fish, it's a little koi fish, and it is go uh, gold with black accents. Um, it came with, like, one of the wife's packages from Japan, and mm. she wasn't using it, so I was like... Oh, <laughs> you stole it and it. put it yeah. in your car. And then, uh, so me and my buddy, we do gag gifts for each other on any given birthdays. Okay. And he gave me, like, he went to the dollar store... I mean, this might have been Christmas, not birthday. Went to the dollar store and bought, like, a tube of plastic sea animals. And I was like, well, this shark's pretty legit. You know? <laughs> so the, the shark stays in the car. That's funny. Also, like, I like the shark's hockey team, even though they're garbage, so. Got it. Okay, well, now we are. This is the inside of a 2021 Subaru Crosstrek. For it's anyone nice. keeping track at home. I'm just saying, this is the best mo I've been in in a minute. It's got heated seats. Yeah. Uh, it's got. So is mine. It's got like, I think it's like 40, <clears throat> 60, uh, all-wheel drive, okay. and it has different modes that you can play with. Wow. I noticed you got a lot of buttons here. Yeah. No, the steering wheels. It's more tech than I wanted. Yeah. But a lot of tech. I got the sport. And mm -hmm. I went this high tech with it because I wanted this. Because you wanted a sunroof. I wanted no. This is a moonroof. Okay, sorry. You wanted a moonroof. Yes. It doesn't open. It does, but it's raining, so I'm not gonna open it. Right. So it's a it's a sunroof. It opens all the way. Yeah, it's a sunroof. No, it's a moonroof. No, moonroofs sun don't roof, open. It, moonroofs don't open. It does that open. thing too. Moonroofs don't yeah, open. Yeah, but it Subaru considers it a moonroof. <laughs> Sunroofs don't exist anymore. Sun sunroofs open up. Sunroofs? No, that's a convertible. A sun sunroofs are convertibles, and this up. is a moonroof. And a moonroof is just glass. No, this this technically is a moonroof. I'm pretty sure to, I'm right. According to Subaru. According to Subaru. Okay. According to the dealer, this is a moonroof. Your yeah, pack I thought is, it was a Your packets are getting dirty. No, they're just wet. Well, he's got all covered in grass, and the other one is supposed to be white. But well, he's they're got animals. Green. They like to play. Yeah. No, I get it. You know. We have three alpacas, uh, Comet, Dasher, and Donner. And uh, no, they're not reindeer. They're just alpacas. Um, and they're cool. They're fun animal to have. Well, well we, we discussed this earlier. We'll get to the part where we talk about how we were out but hunting he'll, today. He'll but play in the dirt like a dog, though. Dustin needs a truffle pig. So if anybody I, wants to like kickstart that not truffle a, pig. I'm not getting a truffle pig. A morel pig. I don't even know what a morel pig is. The pig that hunts uh, morel mushrooms. Truffle pig's just a pig that hunts truffles. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what a truffle pig is. Yeah. I'm just... Truffle pig. Okay, so I'm pigs... not a pig enthusiast. Pigs have really good what noses. Do you, what do you call them? Like a pig, a pigologist? Uh, no, there's a name for it. You know how like it's it's something. I'm pretty owl, sure it's probably like a pecker, like peckeryologist. Okay. Peckery. Yeah. A pe well, peckeries are pecologists. Yeah, pecologists. I'm sure. I was trying to not like make it like the study of, of penis, but come on, you can't say uh, that. No, we're two minutes. A pecologist. In. No, I, I have listeners that are not over the age of 18. So. And they haven't heard that word before? It I doesn't matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, peccary so. is the, the classification for javelinas. And I know that they're like one step removed from pigs. Okay. So they're not quite pigs. But they're not a pig. Yeah, I know. Okay. They're a peccary. Right. But a truffle pig is a pig. And I don't know what someone who keeps a truffle pig is called. Truffle pig keeper? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? 
Not like we have the entirety of all human knowledge. I, at our I know, like we've got a free phone in your pocket. You could Google it if you really wanted to. Well, I was like, not trying to uh, what waste do you, time. What do you call a pig expert? Pig? Are you asking a butcher? me, or you want me to look do it up? You call him a butcher? No, because that's a <laughs> that's a that's a meat expert. Oh, okay, got it. I'll I'll find it out real quick because this is great radio. So we're recording this on my property. And I live in a little town of McCleary in Washington off of State Route 8. And uh, it is rainy here a lot. And it is raining right now. This is a temperate rainforest. And we get almost 90 inches of rain every year. Um, and we're getting... Swine herd. Swine herd? Yep. That's what a pig expert is called. A swine herd? Yep. I, I feel like that's just... That's what it says. Swine herd. Do you think it's pronounced... Yeah, it's probably like swine herd. Not swine herd. Well, it says swine, swine herd, herd, and I'm reading in English, so that's what it gets pronounced as. <sighs> right. Okay. You can have herbs or herbs. Herbs. Spine. Is it a swine herd? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, man, uh, yeah. I'm glad you came down today. We are actually hunting late season archery. Um, obviously, not as successful at the as early season archery. Oh yeah, we were so <laughs> successful that uh, we decided we wanted to do it again. And you know, it's all right. At this point, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not even a hunter anymore. I'm just a hiker with a bow. I'm taking my bow for a walk. Oh, so then you know, it's not a secret to you anymore. You understand. I'll get it. Okay, I'm you're learning. You're living the dream. Yeah. But, you know what? We were in the right spot. We are just there at the wrong time. And that is, I feel like, the vast majority of hunting. We may have been, like, off by an hour. I mean, we could have been off by an hour. We could have been off by five minutes. We we could have just went the wrong way. Like, if we had gone up that road and hit that mountain bike trail at the top and came down, we we probably would have ran into each other. We went into an area, and we heard a branch snap, and we didn't see anything. And we didn't know what it was. I thought it was and a bear at first. We wandered around, and then we circled back around to where we thought the branch snapped. Yep. And we found deer tracks, but we also found coyote tracks. Fresh. Both of them. And, you know, fresh could mean anything from two seconds before we got there to an hour before we got there. It's, the you know, no, no baker's guarantee on that. But we surmised that it's possible if we had gone north of where we had entered the forest that we might have been on the other side of where those tracks were leading and we would have been on time for the deer and or coyote that were moving through the woods mm-hmm. could maybe possibly but it hunting should have could have would hunting is really just scheduling conflicts made manifest all yeah. the time mm-hmm. yep and i'm never i've my schedule has only once met with a deer and like i said because i didn't have the bow now i just make sure i have my bow all the time and i'm actually getting paranoid even though we're just sitting on your property because my bow is in your car and i'm like oh, that, no, that would be the perfect time for a deer to walk by yeah, you'd think but i i'm pretty aware of when the deer travel through the, na- the neighborhood here and uh not neighborhood through my property and uh we're good. Well, it's Murphy's you're, Law. You're not gonna, it is. Yeah. It, anything Murphy that can go wrong will go wrong. Will go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple spots on my property I want to put in some tree stands. Um, just because I feel like uh, being at a ground level really limits you my... Need that, you need an elevated sitting stand 
Yeah. Like with the with a cover. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I box. had one over here, and a tree took it out. Cause I had a tree fall over last that sucks. winter. Yeah, you have to stick it in the middle of the field. No. And just let I, it soak. I, I, I want to put a big one, like a fire lookout tower, on the top part of my property in the back. Cause you, that would be so what cool. What if you built some sort of little covered deck on top of your chicken coop? What? And you just have a ladder up there. The structure's already <laughs> in place. You just no, get on top of that's it. That's not happening. I mean, that's funny, and I can imagine it, and it'd be kind of cool, but that's not what's happening. No, actually, I was on the roof two years ago, a week and a half to two weeks before opening season, early season, looking down at my orchard, and I was counting all the does that were in the field, and I was like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and here came this big old buck, nice three-by-four blacktail, like, stout-looking dude. He came walking in like he was just the man of the house you know what i mean like nobody could even touch him he came sauntering right up to these um dough next to the uh apple tree next to the fence and was eating apples and i was like oh man i was i was scheduling it out like okay two weeks buddy yeah and then i never saw him again no he he knew when hunting season started and he was just like yeah i'm good yeah i got something else somewhere else to be yeah this year's been really tough i mean i've talked to other hunters and you know, if you're not on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, looking at everybody else's posts about how they got an animal, to be you fair, would think everybody's scoring out there. To be fair, those most of those people that are scoring are not doing it in Washington State. Try, right. Okay, yes. that Sure. Yeah, there are plenty of people. If you're, like, following the mainstream folks, you know, like joe rogan steve ranella uh john dudley uh hushing crew born and raised crew like and a lot fair, of those crews are not hunting washington State. in many cases they have outfitters and paid guides and they're able to get on these animals due to the the level at which they've reached in hunting yeah i don't which wanna, is not to denigrate their hunting right i don't want to completely like because if i had the money i would pay their... for it too yeah, I would. Yeah, but what I'm what I'm about to say is like I wouldn't totally like, uh, like, man, what's the word I'm looking for? I wouldn't totally poop all over. No, no, and I'm their, not trying to. Their accomplishments in, in that regard, uh, and there are some hunters that that get it done here. You know, I mean, yeah. like uh, the Pacific Northwest Huntress, she dropped a six point bull this year. That's pretty cool. Uh, Phelps, the owner of Phelps Game, uh, Jason Phelps. Yep. He starts here in Washington. Like, he's from Washington. He gets a bull, like, every year or an elk every year. He was just on Meat Eater this year. I haven't seen the episode, but he did an episode with Well, I uh, think it, I think it, you know, it, the, the work comes into your shot placement and, you know, the cleaning and stuff after you do the shot. But if you can afford more assistance, like, with the tracking and, like, because not everybody has, you know, no job that's, like... Like, most people that are doing this hunting have, you know, white or blue-collar jobs. They're not a YouTube guy. They're not uh, a professional hunter. Sure. So they can't spend seven days a week tracking yeah. the animals, scouting the animals, you Setting know, flying to different everywhere. states and dropping trail sure. cams, stuff like that. So. I mean, there's some people that, that make it happen, but it's not me. Oh, yeah. I don't I'm, have I'm, that. I'm, I'm a don't have that much weekend... Fly by the seat of your pants, hunter. I was just like, okay, let's and go check out this area. And, I, and usually I'll get a deer. So, I mean, I don't... Elk, a little trickier. I haven't gotten an elk yet since I switched to archery. And when I had a rifle, I only have the one elk ever. 
I shot a cow uh, down uh, up tandem. I had a cow tag and got got a got an elk. Well, going back to like a previous episode, next year, we're just paying for the access. Like if we see a herd of elk again, we're just going to ask for permission to go on the property. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's no more of this. No more of this driving by, and we'll get something somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. The, so that one herd that I was telling you about, yeah, Camilchi herd, I think it is. I've actually stopped at the house that they frequent, the property, and the guy that is living there like rents. He's not the owner, and he wouldn't give me the owner's phone number. So I kind of drew a blank there. You might be able to. You might be able to find his contact info via Onyx. Since yeah, possibly. Yeah, because the owner's name would be the listed. The owner would be listed on that. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Do a little I internet do sleuthing. And I only want access so I can. I specifically want to target animals with hoof rot because the meat's still good. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to help get rot. rid of that. And I, I feel like, you know, it's. I wouldn't say it's an easy target, but we really need to be targeting these animals because the that's the only you, way we're going to yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, the faster you get them removed from the herd the less likely they are to pass it on to anyone else. Yeah, well, and with Washington State now, you can get the, the you know, the damage. And you got your bonus tag. The damage tag, yeah. So, I mean, I don't see a downside to it. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm about to just run something down in this car and get a salvage don't do tag. It. Don't do it in this. <laughs> don't do it in this. You'd probably die. Well, a deer. I'm not going to okay, take out deer. an elk or a yeah, moose Yeah, you might thing. live a deer if it was a deer. But, yeah. So we went hunting this morning. I liked it. I think it went great. Well, if anything, nice I found a, a new place. Tons yep. of mushrooms. Like, if I was a shroomer, that was the place to be. Well, we don't want to tell anybody about our stash of morels and our secret plan to get a morel pig. I'm not getting a, a morel pig. I'll see what I can find. <laughs> you got a farm. I sound like my dad. I'm not I'm not going to have a pig or a cow. It's not going to happen. Here you, you see are. How, see how tore up my property is with this horse? <sighs> Well, I mean, what does the horse offer you? Right now, nothing. He's half lame. Yeah. And a pig could get you morels to sell. <laughs> if a I cow get, could If I get morels, I ain't selling them. I'm eating them. But, but still, that's morels you didn't have to buy. I don't buy morels. Well, that's They're morels expensive. you don't have to track down as much. Okay. All right. Whatever. You could be a mushroom outfitter. Sure. A swine herd mushroom aficionado. So, I heard a rumor. Hmm. That you uh, managed to lock up a little, like, a pro-staff syndicate thing for yourself. Syndicate. Um, you got syndicated by well, some place? Well, no. Um, I, no, I've been hanging out. I've been hanging out at uh, O'Connell Archery a bunch. Okay, um, where's that at? That is in Shelton. Shelton. And that's right, in Washington, right? Right next to my bear hunting spot. <laughs> yes, Shelton, Washington. And uh, I've been, you know, talking to the owner. He's a super cool dude, Neil. Uh, you know, and he asked me if I would be interested in potentially being a, a pro shooter for the shop. And I felt honored that anyone would want me to do that. Sure. First question. Has he ever seen you shoot? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. And to my surprise, he was impressed. Bl blindly handing these out. Like, yeah, right? set me up. I'll come down. Um Anyways, no, that's cool. No, and I, I you know, I'm absolutely floored that anybody would want me to. Yeah, know. so he's a new shop, right? Yep, mm. just opened up this year, and I actually, I actually found out about him uh, because I was originally looking to get a, a second bow. Yeah. And he is the only APA dealer 
this side of the mountains. Now, what does that mean? APA is a, I can't remember what the, the acronym stands for, but it's a boat company out of Canada. I think they're in, I'm going to say it badly, but they're in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. That's I'll say, say it say quietly it. so I make sure no, that if right. I mess it up, nobody can hear it. <laughs> um, so uh, this this guy, I guess he moved from Iran to Canada, started a bow company mm-hmm. called APA Archery, and uh, they make these, these killer bows because mm-hmm. they use this snake aesthetic and all of the bows are named after snakes. So they have, like, they have, uh, basically, their EVL equivalent would be the Black Mamba, right? Okay. Their, uh, their version of what you would say, like, is analogous to the PSE Expedite is the King Cobra MT. And this thing, it's crazy fast. It's, like, uh, 370 feet a second. What? IBO, yeah. What's its ATA, do you know? Uh, it's gotta I mean, I be 33 up, or something like it's, that. It's, like, uh... 31 or 32? It can't be over 33. I don't know. So it's it's probably 30 to 33 with a six and a half inch brace height. It might be shorter than that. The brace height? Yeah. No way. But uh, I saw, I was looking at APA bows because they have a ton of cool features built in. They've got a really cool tuning system built into the bow so you don't have to press it. You okay. can depress the limbs without a bow press. Um, you can, uh, it's got all these tools built into it. Like it has a wrench kit that comes with it. Um, let me see. I'll pull it up. Now, you're telling me about all these little I'm extra you all this to that get, come with it. To get you know around, what I'm thinking? What's that? In my head, I'm thinking. Why didn't you buy one? Smith & Wesson XD. Yeah, I have one of those. I'm like. Uh, you know, when I was selling guns and the Smith & Wesson XD came out and it had, like, all these extras with it, I got really concerned. Because usually when you got a low price point and a bunch of extras, <laughs> they're, it's not they're low, covering up, you know what I mean? It's not a low price point, let me <laughs> tell you. Um, so it's, uh, they're $13.59. Okay, well, I mean, But that's... that's Canadian pricing, so, wait, no, that's U.S. pricing, sorry. Um, but... And, and you're asking the actual axle cool. is 32. Is that the riser? Yeah, they have all these oh, different Oh, I've seen these. Colors. These are the ones that have the riser that's got like a handle on yes, it. Yes, so it has the handle, but the handle doubles as a uh, foot uh, loop so that if you need to like depress the limbs, you can lock your foot into it and pull the strings, whatever you have oh, to do. Oh, weird. Um, it's got a broadhead wrench built into the riser. It's got the wrench kit that fits in the riser. Um Hmm. Yeah, this one is 5 and 7 16 brace height, 32. What? Oh, just barely under uh, So it's basically 5 and a half. Yeah. That's crazy. So so what so just under 33? Yeah. For Yeah, 32. Oh, and look at that. The riser length is about as long as the ATA. Go back up to the picture of the bow strung. Yeah. Yeah, so the riser length shy. is similar to the length of the Yeah. So, anyways, that's how they're able to get that faster speed, though. But I was that arrows on that string longer. I was looking at those just, just because like, you know I'd heard good things about them, um, and I didn't want to order a bow sight unseen mm-hmm. because he he knows that there's not a lot of dealers in the U.S. So if he has to, he will ship you a bow. Mm-hmm. However, you know I fired bows and I know what I like and I know what I don't like. Didn't want to shoot one. And then be like, well, I'm out of $1,000. I hate this, you know? 
Yeah, so, you're kind of uh you're like building your own bow shop at your house. How many bows do you have now? Well, I'm selling two of them. <laughs> I had well, I had no, I gave one I gave one to the mother-in-law. Yeah. And then I have a left-handed bow which I'm selling and a right-handed bow which is a duplicate of the current bow that I have. Um the Evo EVL uh 32 which I'm selling um to make way for the new bow. But anyways, we'll get to that in a sec. So I I was just on the internet one day, farting around, found APA dealer near me, saw it was Neil's shop, but they hadn't done their grand opening yet, right? So I went down there opening day, and, you know, I was treated like a family member when I went in there, mm -hmm. and that's why I've been going back, right? I love right. I love hanging out there. Like, I just go in there. Yeah, and it's not like know, it's right next door for you either. No, but it is a nice drive, and there are a lot of huntable spots on the, on way. the way, and that's where I've sure. been hunting bears this whole time. Yeah. And there are a lot of bears out there. Does he know where to go for bears? He does. But I told him I'd stay and out of his spot. them shoulders. Right? Come on. I told him I'd stay out of his spot. Um, yeah, just hunt the outskirts of his spot. Right. Okay. But he's he's a super nice dude. I like his shop. And, you know, it just I really was impressed that he, like, thought enough of me to yeah, ask no, me if this cool. would be something I was interested in. So looking forward to, to doing that so I can add professional archer to uh my business cards so that'll be fun um yeah but yeah new bow got a new bow on the way i talked to yeah you've uh, been talking about it yep it's that levitate right yeah i was talking to dave about it but i i uh saw levitate and day one i was like hey uh neil are you getting any of these and he's like well normally i wouldn't but if you're interested i'll order one and i was like i'll just pay for it <laughs> just get it in the shop so I'm waiting for that to show up. I got a uh, charcoal. Charcoal is coming. Because it'll kind of match the interior of the car because it's black and gray and not green. I wish all this gold trim was green, but got all my got all my accessories. <laughs> your car's gonna match your bow's gonna match your car. Yeah. I got all my accessories. Then you gotta get some like, gold string gold or yellow strings. I'm not gonna re no. Yeah. No, if I yeah, and if you know I do where you should strings, get them from Mean Moose Archery oh, Bowstrings. That's where you should get them. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hearing good things about this Mean Moose. I actually have not tried a set of their strings. I saw I found them online and I was like I thought their logo was really dope. My dad's nickname within the family is Uncle Moose. Mm -hmm. And so when I saw their moose logo, I was like, that's pretty cool. Do you call him Uncle Moose? And I, no, I don't call him. Uh, my cousins do. Um, and so I was like, that's kind of cool. And uh, I was checking them out. And they got a couple people that, that uh, um, sh you know, shoot for them. Yeah. Um, but I think they're all out of Canada. Because that's where their base is, mm -hmm. is Canada. I found that there's a lot of archery stuff that goes on directly north of the border. Well, they, they don't. Do, can they own guns? I don't know. And there's a whole like weird thing about that up there. I mean, I would still prefer to do archery hunting over uh, gun hunting, but yeah, well, because I like to work. You like to work. For I it. like walking and not seeing animals. <laughs> yeah. I don't like being able to shoot directly off of the road. <laughs> you you could because I can see a whole mile into the forest with my high powered scopes. <laughs> You can see a ways. I don't, I don't want know. things to be easy. Yeah, I don't know anyone that's taking deer from a mile away here in Washington. And if they are, the round that hits the deer from a mile it away just is going to destroy it. It's pink mist. 
So what have you been up to? I heard I heard through the grapevine that you got a, a special podcast guest coming up that's not me. Yeah, we don't have many. Yeah. So to have someone other than you is like a real treat. <laughs> Just a reoccurring character. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you're, who is you're it? about to lose your guest title. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> just be, I'm getting evicted. It's just going to be different episodes. Like, this one's with Dustin and Nick, and this one's with David and Nick. And, and now it's Dustin and David, and then our listening goes down. Oh. But anyways, uh, yeah, so we've been trying... Well, I shouldn't say we've been trying. We've been wanting to do a podcast with Joel Turner and Bodie Turner. And uh, for those of you that don't know, Joel Turner is the owner, operator, founder, and uh, basically inventor of... Uh, Iron Mind shooting, or what is n- known as Shot IQ, and uh, it just focuses on the whole mental aspect of shooting and how it applies to to your whole shot process and how you can change your accuracy based on changing your mindset around your shooting. So that's going to be a really cool treat. Um, and then his son, who's grown up with this as a, a, a staple in the house, right? Um, is really like, uh, he, he, like he's not only a talented shooter, but then he's got that in his arsenal of tools and it makes him a phenomenal shooter. Yeah. He's, uh, pretty much dominating everywhere he's, he's he goes. He's 14 years old and leads most adult competition by 20 points. And I'm like, leave some targets for the rest of us. That's, that's crazy, <laughs> right? Like he shot, uh, in... Vancouver, where I just shot, he shot a 657, uh, 656. So one, two, three, yeah, 656. And he was three points over Henry Bass. Now, for people who don't know who Henry Bass is, Henry Bass is a pro, legitimate pro. He's been shooting a long time. It's a really good shot. I'm not going to discredit anything Henry Bass has done or ever will do because he is a legitimate shooter right and 653 is is not a a score you you scoff at that's that's an awesome score so to see a 14 year old shoot better than that is like what it's it's kind of fun and cool because on the one hand it's like watching a goat grow you know like the greatest of all time yeah not a literal goat right it like imagine what like elite level golfers felt like the first time they saw Tiger Woods play at a young age, they were like, "Oh my God, this is crazy!" Or literally everyone in New England when Tom Brady played. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you know, I mean, like I said it. There's just uh, a lot of. I mean, part of it is deflated balls, and other parts of it are you know reading uh, the other person's playbook. It, hey, going back to the podcast that I wasn't on, yeah, it's about playing to the rules. Oh right! Oh, so I, def- know, deflating I, balls isn't so against the rules. When I when I is listen, that what you're saying? I'll let you guys they know. called it cheating. When I listen to these podcasts, they will have conversations that involve me, but I'm not there to talk, mm. so I can't. So I just sit there and yell at the at the podcast player, and they're talking about well, you know, if he wants to see archery, you know, use thinner arrows, maybe he should use thinner <laughs> arrows. Well, the rules say you can use an arrow that's so big, no, I and know. you can break a. a certain percent of the line and score a higher point so you play to those rules. to those rules yeah and to the ball to the deflate gate they were manipulating the ball Pressure. in a way mm-hmm. that was not inconsistent or was was not consistent 
with breaking the rules, so they got away with it for a long time. It only you're only breaking the rules if you get caught. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, I, I I can't call someone a goat when their almost their entire career with a, a particular organization is just uh, steeped in controversy. He joined he joined okay. a brand new team he never played with and took him to the Super Bowl. So. I, yeah yeah yeah, but and it wasn't just him. There six are or more. Seven rings. There's how many players on the field? Yeah, Eleven. How many, how many Super Bowls you ring? There's how many Super Bowl rings players. you got? I don't have any. I'm just exactly. saying. Exactly. I don't either. You can't. It, it's like saying that Griffey was the only reason the Mariners did well. No, he mm. was part of it. But did they? Huh. they did they, look, the the Mariners' playoff drought is older than Bodie Turner. <laughs> it's older than a lot their, of their, us. Their playoff drought is almost old enough to collect Social Security. <laughs> so, I think maybe he wasn't that <laughs> good for the Mariners. No, Griffey was awesome. He brought a lot of revenue to the team. Oh, it, that's what we care about. Then. <laughs> just, it's just the money. Uh, I mean, yeah. How else are you gonna afford players? I mean, it, you know, it's fair. But the Mariners suck. That's the the point that I'm. I'm making. not gonna say they <laughs> suck. Okay, I'm I'm a Mariners fan. I just am a fan from the re- deeper recesses of my house. So. <laughs> but you got them. You, did you do you got it lined up or do you got to? Beg borrow and steal no, no, no. Their so time, yeah, or? we got it. We no, it's not about beg borrowing or anything like that. They're, they're, no, they're super into it. They want to do it. And Bodie, I believe we have it set up to do a podcast with him after he shoots the qualifying uh, uh, round at the Troutdale leg of the Archery World Classic, which is December third through the fifth. So it'll be on the fourth. And we'll post that as soon as I get it edited afterwards. So look forward to December 4th because we'll be doing a interview with Bodie Turner. As far as Joel Turner, his time and our times aren't on the same time frame. Kind of like hunting. Yeah, okay? like us and these deer. He is our black-tailed deer. Very elusive. So okay? you've just been peeing on everything <laughs> trying to get him around. <laughs> so we... Uh, we want to do an interview with him uh, um, for multiple reasons, but um, we might have to do it like Skype or, or Zoom or Zoom. something like that. Yeah. Um, just so that everyone can be involved because we live in different places. Yeah. It's just not easy, you know. Well, you're you're way down here, down south. Well, not, mm-hmm. I'll not say where. And he's a way up north and also east. Yeah. And east of me. Yeah. And, well, and you then, know, I'm about an hour And then hour David's the other way towards and, the water. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's all, all over the place. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, you ambush him at one of these tournaments. Well, that was so that was kind of like where we were going with it. We were, were we were gonna do it in, in Troutdale, but um, Joel won't be able to make it to Troutdale. He's like, why are you in the bathroom? We're just trying to record a podcast. Just go with it. It's fine. Just go with Wash it. Wash your hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please don't touch the mic. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So that's gonna be fun. That's cool. And uh, I originally I wasn't gonna participate in Troutdale. I was gonna go elk hunting. And I was only going to show up on the 5th to do the uh, raffle on the leather piece, you know, to like hand it over to then the Then you're like, you know what? The targets will at least be in front of me to shoot. These elk, I can't guarantee. <laughs> no, I've been making a solid play at being a better competitor instead yep. of just like going and shooting and, you know, maybe barely making it uh, to 
the keep fir- up. through the first day. You gotta keep you know? up with Dave now. I uh, no, I'm I'm a I'm ahead of Dave oh. right now. You hear that, Dave? He did better than me uh, on the shoot down the second day. Yeah. I had a trash day. I think I was in the low 90s. He finished in the mid 90s, but he was shooting against Bodie Turner, so he could have done 98 and probably well, still would have lost. As they say, chasing Bodie. Yeah, chasing Bodie. Um, so I want to be more competitive and. So, I'm going to go to Trotdale instead of do some elk hunting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to each their own, if that's that's how you see, you know, being competitive. For me, I just want to shoot an animal. Like, that's, I'm competing with myself to see if everything that I've learned over the last year and a half, two years, will accumulate in something I can eat. Will coalesce into one successful moment? Yeah. Mm. That's, that's my goal. Like, I don't care about the targets and the shit. I love doing 3D shoots. I love doing 3D shoots. That's my favorite shoot to do. But uh, the, the 2D archery stuff, that's that's just practice for, for this. Sitting in a car and recording a podcast because we weren't on time for the deer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. so my, like, goal is to someday be capable of competing at a more professional level and one day figuring out how to kind of meld all of this together the youtube my leather work archery hunting into something where like i can step away from my job and have like when i'm home maybe i'm home for seven days straight and then i go on a five-day hunt or maybe i'm home for two weeks and then i go and shoot three competitions for a week you know what I mean? Yeah, and then you're I kinda, trying to something spin like that. into something that pays for itself rather than, yeah. you know, like I always say, I do a job that pays for archery. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You want to make archery pay for itself at a certain point. Yeah, I'd really I'd really love to be able to do that. I didn't do that with pool. I used to play pool competitively, um, and I, had, I stepped away from that when I got married and had kids. Because I, pool's not like readily available to compete, right? Like you could have a table in your home, sure, but short of inviting people over to play for money, exactly. And you know how many I mean? times is your wife gonna want to play with you? Whereas with archery, I can shoot right over here to practice, and then well, you don't have an opponent on a, once a that, weekend that you have to have in order to facilitate your practice. Exactly. Yeah, it's I mean, just you, you your could, dedication well, is your biggest. Hurdle. You could practice pool by yourself. There's plenty of drills. But when it comes down to the actual, like, strategy play, uh, where you're competing against somebody else on the other side of the table, yeah, you have to have that person there. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, you know, I think that's the end goal for all of us. Yeah. I mean, I Hopefully. would love it if we'll archery see. paid for itself, but until that point, I don't mind working my 9 to 5 and having that cover everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's, that's the way it's got to be right now. So. So what else you got going on? Um. Well, not a lot. I mean, just the usual stuff, the farm stuff, and trying to like Score get a it squared pig. away. I'm not scoring a truffle pig. Um, and then you know what? I would love to go and travel and do a hunt, and that's why I mentioned Lanai. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, in a conversation that we but had before realize, we started talking to the, the recording. Yeah, I didn't realize that Hog Snort, or not Hog Snort Resort, uh, the hog hunting thing that you had found was in Oregon. 
that's pretty close that makes yeah. it more accessible even though it's 750 if we get that down to like sub 400s well i'm still i'm still waiting maybe for the, that could be a doable thing. still waiting for the deets on that one but you know mm -hmm. that was uh david horseman he uh works out at o'connell's he invited me along for a midweek hog hunt and prices dependent on participation so trying to see if we can't get enough people to where it drops it down a little bit but at this point i'm like you know just charge me whatever i just want i want to be a successful hunter at some point right <laughs> i'll pay for it oh oh uh it's new okay uh when i was in vancouver i met a gal by the name of Brittany gaithier i think i think that's how you pronounce it how do you spell it g-a-t-h-i-e-r gauthier gauthier it's french you should know you have a french name yeah, so that makes me all knowing. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, wee wee wee. Uh, Please so don't anyways, wee wee in my car. I'm I'm about yeah. to. I can feel Got it him. coming on. Um, so I met this gal named Brittany. Okay. When we're down in Vancouver, her husband does uh, pack goat hunting, and she was like, "You should talk to my husband." Da -da -da. I'm like, "Oh, cool." So, uh, I believe his name is Ryan. Now I'd have to double check on that. Ryan Gaithier. 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 I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm totally butchering that. Um, I'll, I'll work on getting it right. But he, so he's got these pack goats, and he was like, "Well, hey man, if you're interested in coming out, I got. I'm gonna probably go out in January and February, not hunting, but like pack goats. You gotta keep them mobile. You gotta keep yeah. them active. And so he does like random hikes uh, throughout the year. And he invited me to come along. So I'm gonna try and square that away with my wife and figure out if it's possible and. Go do that. Yeah. That'll be cool. I mean, see what it's, it's all about. Basically, what we're doing right now, except you wouldn't have to carry your bow with you. Well, you could carry your bow, but you wouldn't have to carry your backpack, right? Well, I mean, if you're going on a hike with the goats and you're not hunting, you don't have to bring the bow. Yeah. You so that's what I got going. Stick on. the bow on a goat. I could stick the bow on a goat. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But hey, man. Uh, I well, think it's restroom time. Okay. So, I was going to say, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I'm, I'm interviewing you now. You are interviewing me. I've and taken there's, over. There's nothing I got, <laughs> nothing else I got. I think that's it. This is a pretty good podcast today. Okay. Good job. Cool. Awesome. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, be safe. And there you have it, folks. Another episode concludes. For more cool entertainment, subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on Instagram. Be sure to give us a like and a share. If you're looking to contact us directly, we can always be reached by email. TheRuggedArts at Yahoo.com Be sure to tune in next week. But for now, this is Dustin and Dave. And remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe.